Hey, it's Kathy. I wanted to drop some bonus episodes this week and share a few pieces from the workshop that we're doing. It's been so much fun. The energy is incredible. And I'm doing some fun giveaways. So if you haven't already joined us yet and you want to jump into the party, it's not too late. You can register for free at kathyhoward.com slash wealth. Here's a sneak peek from yesterday's call. Take a listen. We are going to talk about how our whole job in this world and everything, it's like the Dorothy, it's right there. It's your own shoes. You've got it. Everything in this world is energy. Everything. We live in a vibrational universe, right? The most impressive thing about a person is always what? Their energy. It's their vibration. It's not what they're wearing. It's not where they went to college. It's who they are, right? Every single day, people ask me, what am I supposed to do? And the question really is, who am I supposed to be? How am I being in this world? And by the way, I was almost in tears just now because my grandmother passed away 10 years ago today. And she came to this country with nothing, nothing. And she danced. She was a dancer. And she taught me to dance through life. And it makes me cry because it's so incredibly courageous to take a moment when you have every good reason to cry. And not only you're not crying, you're dancing. You're dancing. That's so beautiful. That's so incredible. That's such an amazing life lesson. So bear with me on that. That's amazing. I just realized I was like, oh my God, that's so her message to me, right? And she she was that. And she used to always like find that vibration and that dancing got her through everything, everything. And by the way, fun fact, she danced at this, what was a, a really famous club in Harlem. It was called Roseland. And Ella Fitzgerald was about two years younger than her. And she was like the singer. And my grandmother was like famous as like a dancer. She was on the radio. They didn't have TV then, but my grandmother and grandfather were on the radio because they would compete and they had no money. She had no money to the point where she used to tell me she would take an eyeliner pencil to draw a line up the back of her leg to look like she had pantyhose on because she couldn't afford stockings. Okay. And honestly, as I'm telling you this, which I didn't think I was going to tell you, but it's just obviously the download of the moment because today is like, we were just thinking about her because she passed away 10 years ago today. But it's remarkable because so much of what we're going to talk about this week is what does it mean, right, to be a wealthy woman, right? How do we manifest wealth? How do we understand that? How do we really start to move the needle, right? And so much of what she did intuitively is what actually became the secret to her success. And she and my grandfather, who had nothing, when I tell you nothing, I mean nothing, nothing beyond nothing, they wound up building a really successful business that supported four families. My grandfather, the business was they actually created the cardboard that went into men's dress shirts and he would stand in front of a machine and make these little cardboard cutouts and then sell them. And anyway, it's an amazing story, but she so much practiced the things that we're going to talk about today and tomorrow and the next day. So who's excited for this week? We are going to build upon this week what I believe are the most phenomenal tools that you have within you to co-create and design the life of your dreams. And so each of these five days, I'll be live with you each day on this Zoom at 9 a.m. And we'll, we'll be here for an hour or less. And some days we'll have giveaways and prizes, but the real prize is you coming home to yourself every day. The real prize is you walking yourself back home to yourself. So 
The first thing I want to ask you, I want you to close your eyes for a second. This isn't even the quote unquote meditation yet, but close your eyes for a second. And I want you to ask yourself, what did you come here to hear? Why did you come to this? Ask the part of you that always actually knows. What did you come here to hear? Did you come to be reminded of something? Did you come to learn a particular thing? Did you come to boost your self-confidence and worthiness? Open your eyes. What was the first thing that you heard? What did you come here to hear? So in that vein, what we're going to do is we're going to meditate. And all of these beautiful things that you guys are writing, self-confidence, gratitude, returning to yourself, feeling your energy, confidence, encouragement to change your life, all of that, you're going to be amazed at how much I'm going to show you is already there. It's just that we hold ourselves apart from it because we don't necessarily understand yet the technology, so to speak, of how to utilize the gift that's already within us. We don't necessarily understand that. Now, I have a podcast and I've interviewed 850 people. And I can tell you that the thing that's staggering, that's most consistent, is that most of these people have a meditation practice. And why is that? Because there's no compass. There's no charts. There's no answers in the spinning mind. All the answers are in here. And all of the things that unlock are in here. A coherent vibration is the key, the skeleton key to the door called everything you want. And so there's a reason why everybody from Jerry Seinfeld to Michael Jordan has a meditation practice. There's a reason why Steve Jobs was a Zen monk for 15 years and then, then had the download, the download called Apple, because there was a space that had been created to hear the download. Okay. And so we're going to meditate every day for a few minutes and We're going to do that now. And every day that we meditate, I will build upon the meditation a little bit. And hopefully this will be the kind of meditation that gives you the feeling like, you know what? I want to make this part of my life because I can see that having that meeting with myself every day is the most important meeting of the day. So let me tell you a couple things about meditation. One thing that people get wrong is that they think that they're meditating wrong all the time. They think they're doing it wrong. And then when I ask them, why do you think you're doing it wrong? They say, well, my mind doesn't stop. So here's the first good news, first piece of good news. Your mind doesn't stop. That's not the point. Just like as long as you're living, your heart beats. We don't want that to stop. As long as you're living, your mind is going to spin. Isn't that a relief? So the point of meditation is not to stop your thoughts. The point of meditation is to change your relationship to your thoughts. The point of meditation is to find the part of you that's bigger than your thoughts. The point of meditation is to come home to the essence of yourself, to your consciousness, to your highest self, to your soul. And then you can see clearer because instead of being in a blizzard of thoughts, you're looking out at the blizzard. So it becomes something that literally we can see it in the brain, you begin to build a muscle. Just like if you did reps at the gym, which I don't, 
But if you did, you would build muscle, literally, not just like metaphorically, you build a muscle in your arm, right? There is tissue at the front of your brain that every time you do this, it compounds and builds on itself to give you more of a capacity to get better at being in the part of you that can witness everything else. And there is a deep peace in there. And I want to tell you something about meditation before we do it. My mindfulness teacher used to say that the ocean is a great metaphor for us. And here's what she would say. She would say, if you look at the ocean, you're standing on the shore and you look out at the waves, you think the waves are the ocean. And if somebody asked you to describe the ocean, you might say, it's frenetic. You know, you're looking out at it. It's always moving, right? If you've ever gone to Hawaii and you have your windows open at night, some people love that sound. Some people are like, oh my God, that sound is tiring because it's just constant. There's constant movement. However, if anybody has ever studied the ocean, if anyone has ever spent any real time in the ocean, then you understand that the waves are just the most superficial part of the ocean, right? Because when you go in, when you go down into the ocean, what happens? If you go down 10 feet, if you go down 50 feet, if you go down a mile, there are some parts of the ocean you can go down miles. I mean, it's just, it's overwhelming, right? When you go down five feet, 10 feet, a mile, what is the experience of the ocean then? Is it choppy? Is it moving? No, it's completely and totally still. It's so still that it can burst your eardrums. So why is that a great metaphor for us? Because we tend to only have a relationship with ourselves often with the mind. The mind is the waves. But that's, what did I say about the ocean? It's the most superficial, the teensiest part. I mean, the ocean is so vast. The, the top layer compared to how much massive space the ocean takes up and how deep it goes, you could never then say that the wave part of the ocean is the nature of the ocean because the ocean is 99% stillness. It's so still and it's so serene and it's so quiet and it's so calm. It is the definition of calm. So within all of us, there is an ocean like that. That's where all the answers live. And similar to the ocean, if you were to go down in the ocean and you looked up at the waves, you would see them very differently. We are going in to the part of us that's looking up at the mind, but we're no longer defining ourselves by the mind. And why is that so important? Because when you live inside the mind, you very quickly get confused about who you are and you very quickly get confused about what the world is because you see the world through the virtual reality headset that is whatever thoughts are in there. And then people will say, well, the reality is this, the reality is that. But do you ever notice that everybody has a different reality? People believe a lot of different kinds of things because they're just seeing through the thoughts. They're not actually seeing what is. So if I were to hold up my phone what sees better, this camera or my eyes? Well, the camera just tells me what is. The eyes won't actually see what's there. They'll see what the mind chooses to see. So people have a cognitive bias. They might go to New York City. Three different people from three different places are sitting on a park bench in Central Park. One person just had a horrible day and sees the trash. There's a little piece of trash on the ground. Other person is having the best day ever, looks at this and says, oh my God, Central Park, it's so romantic. I love Central Park. Somebody else is sitting there and I don't know, they have a stomach ache and they just, all they just want to do is be anywhere but sitting in Central Park, right? It's not about what is when we're trapped inside the mind. Now, what's even more important than 
how we look at Central Park is how we look at ourselves. And so what we're going to talk about this week, what we're going to move this week is what is our truth and what is the actual truth of what is and what is our perception of what is. And so I posted on Instagram a couple of days ago, and I'm sure you've seen this because this is like a, I didn't make this up. A lot of people say this. Becoming who we are is about unbecoming what we're not, right? The essential us, who we've been since conception, is whole, is beautiful, is creativity, is endless compassion and passion and strength, all that. What happens is that as we start to grow up, we collect things that aren't us, which start to put us in some kind of a a cage. And then we see the world and we see ourselves in the world in a way that's actually skewed, very skewed. And so we stop being able to tap into our fundamental essential power. So when we meditate a little bit, I'm going to try to see if we can move out of the mind and move back into you, your truth, yourself. That's where all your answers are. So if I say anything that feels interesting or if anything's happening over this week, it's not because of me. It's because you're going home to yourself. You already have access to the source, to God, to the divine, to the oneness of reality, whatever you want to call it. We're all connected to the same infinite field. We're all connected. We all have our way back to consciousness. We just don't always plug in like that. So that's what we're doing. And over the next five days, you're going to quickly see how this is related to your abundance, right? I have this podcast, as I mentioned. So over the last seven years, I've talked to thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people and a lot of women. And the number one thing that women want when you ask them, do you want this? Do you want that? Like, I want abundance. I want an abundant life. Well, that's that makes sense because that's who you came here to be, right? A redwood tree came to thrive. It wants to be tall. An eagle wants to soar. It makes sense. And the reason that people ask me, how do I get that? Is because they can feel there's something out of alignment. There's something that holds them back from being who they came to be. If an eagle wasn't soaring, it would know it's not being true to itself. If a redwood tree wasn't thriving and standing tall, it would know like, that's not me. Like I'm supposed to be abundant, right? I'm supposed to use my abundance to create more in the ecosystem. If redwood trees dried up, we'd have a big problem. If eagles didn't soar, we'd have a big problem. Like we all need to thrive. We're meant to thrive. Everything in nature is meant, designed to live into its potential. And so there's a reason why you want that abundance. And there's a reason why everything we're going to talk about this week is going to make a difference. It's going to change your capacity to create that or allow that into your life. And so At the end of the five days, because we've done many workshops like this, I feel really confident that many of you are just going to feel a lot of ahas and you're going to feel really full and you're going to just feel really grateful that you showed up for yourself in these five days. And some of you are going to say, what's next? I want to be in this. And at that point, at the end of the week, if you want to do more of this, then this is what I do. I teach people meditation. I teach women how to become abundant in their life. We can talk about that. But the the workshop is really designed for you to have a complete experience inside this five-day free workshop. Okay, so we're going to do the meditation now. And then after the meditation, we'll do the next thing. Are you guys ready? Okay, so here's what's going to happen now is I want you to close your eyes. So the first thing that we're going to do is I want you to take a deep breath. We forget to breathe. Take a deep breath. Good. And I want to have you keep breathing. And as you're breathing, I want to remind you of something, which is that 
in this moment, there is nowhere else you need to be right now. You can let yourself have this moment for yourself. Keep breathing. And in this moment, there's nothing else you need to do. There's nobody you need to show up for other than yourself right now. Let's give this time to yourself and welcome yourself to your own door, arriving at your own door. So we're breathing in. And as you breathe in, I want you to feel the the breath coming in through your nose and then breathing out. And if you breathe in, see if you can breathe out a little longer than you inhale. If the exhale is a little bit longer, it's a signal to your nervous system that you're safe. So now if your mind is wandering, just remember without any judgment, that's what minds do. Perfectly normal. I want you to see if you can bring your attention to your sit bones and just notice what you feel. Do you feel your right more than your left, your left more than your right? There, There is no correct answer. I just want you to bring some awareness there and then see if you can drop in to the point where your weight is equal and you're really letting the chair hold you. And in that same vein, I want you to just scan your body for any tension or anything that you're holding in your back, in your shoulders, in your neck. And I want to give you the permission slip and invite you to let go of holding whatever is not yours to hold. And as you're breathing, I want you to see if you can find the part of you that is the witness. It sort of has like a drone view. It sees you sitting where you're sitting. It sees your mind. And it's the part of you that's always been there. It's always within reach. It's really the essential you. And this part of you is connected. That is, we and to all that was. This part of you is connected to the divine, to the source of all creation. This part of you is very wise. This part of you is going to send compassion. All that you've been holding. Parts that have been so brave. The parts that are terrified, the parts that are so strong, everything is welcome. And I want you to ask this highest conscious centered part of you, what do you need to know? And this part of you is beyond time to ask this part of you to show you your future. Like the ease doesn't have to try or put because it's a magnet for everything good. Give so much energy and love to everything around you. And as you start to move from this place inside of you and you feel it, I want you to memorize so that you can find your way back to this part of you. Be aware how that vibrates and radiates into the space around you. Becomes oxygen. And just like we select our clothes every day, we get to select our thoughts. I want you to ask yourself in this part of you, what would ease feel like today if I selected that? What would love feel like today? Breathe into that. And when you're ready, begin to open your eyes. So we're going to keep building on this. And every day of this workshop, we're going to learn how much power, how much expansion is within us and how the shift within creates the shift outside. And so our net worth 
is a mirror of our self-worth and our ability to print in the 3D. Our ability to expand comes from the energetic, the power, the consciousness, this alignment within. So that's why we called this the wealthy woman within because we want to keep returning. We want to keep creating more of that potency so that you can be who you're meant to be as a powerful creator that becomes a conduit for love, for abundance, for everything good in this world. You were meant to do that. So we're going to keep doing that. So I want you to take out a pen and paper. And coming off of that meditation, I want to give you a chance to stay with that part of yourself. And I want you to write a note to yourself from that part of you, from the part of you that you just connected to, the worthy woman, the wealthy, abundant, powerful, loving being that you are, the truth of you, the essence of you. I want you to write a note to yourself because there might be things that you want to remember to remember that you you kind of can find when you shift out of the mind, out of the busy frenetic waves, and you connect to what's in here. I'm going to give you a chance to write just for a couple minutes. Beautiful. This is why I'm saying when people come to me and say, how do I make money? I'm like, okay, so all the money... We'll talk about this this week, but it's just like Wi-Fi, right? Wi-Fi is all around it. It's like, I need to plug into it. When you start to operate from what is within you, you start to open up your capacity to receive that worthiness of being a soul. Egos don't feel worthy, right? The story you have about yourself it doesn't feel worthy. It's a fabrication. It's something that the mind created and made all these limitations around. The soul is so worthy because all the soul wants to do is receive and give. And so people who are truly wealthy are people who become custodians for wealth. And then there's real fulfillment because we didn't come to the world for a pile of things. We don't just want stacks of paper money. We want the abundance of being in contribution, being in flow, really being unlimited, creating abundance is what creates abundance for others, right? If one part of the ecosystem is thriving, the whole garden is thriving. So we're going to talk more about that this week, but make no mistake, just like in The Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi's teaching him how to paint a fence. And he's like, why are you teaching me to paint a fence? Just teach me karate. He's like, no, I'm teaching you karate. I'm teaching you what I have learned, which will help you to build the life that you want. And so it is these pieces. It is very much these pieces. So we're going to do an exercise in a minute. I want to invite you, if there's anything that you just wrote down that was really like a powerful aha, something that you wrote that you want to remember, that you think might even be helpful for other people to read, what came through in that letter? What's the word? What? How would you describe it? What's the feeling? Is there compassion? Is there ease? Is there remembering to remember who you really are? You are so more than worthy. We are all made of the same oneness to trust. Yeah. I often have said, like, the practice is to have at least five minutes in the morning. And that meeting in the morning, the most important one, is with yourself. And you only invite the divine to that meeting. And you check in and you remember. And the rest of your day is a different day. And as I said during the meditation, 
Just like we select our clothes, we select our thoughts. What would ease feel like today? What would alignment feel like today? And then it gets pretty easy to know what to do because we start with knowing who to be. So we're going to do an exercise in a minute, but I want to tell you really quickly, Just a, you'll, you'll start to get to know more about me as, as the days go on. This is really about knowing you, but just to give you some background. So I went to college and I wound up leaving uh, for the summer after college and I took a three-week trip to Jerusalem and I wound up staying for a few years instead and studied uh, mysticism and then felt the call to come to Los Angeles and wound up in a class studying meditation at the UCLA Mindful Awareness Research Center and thought I was going to take a class for three months and again stayed for a few years and then met this incredible woman who mentored me and helped me to teach meditation. And then I wanted to write music and I had a record deal and the record deal fell through. And then I wound up finding a completely different path, which was writing music for television shows and for ads and for movies. And it was just really fun. And I wound up making kind of a name for myself. And I was featured in Billboard magazine, a variety magazine, these full page stories because I was writing all these songs, got married, had a few kids and I was enjoying my life. And People were asking me, how do you do this? Like, how did you have such a incredible career? And I started a podcast and I started to give people insights and in the things that helped me. And I started teaching a little bit of the meditation, a little bit of the spirituality and a little bit of what I learned about making money, doing things I love. And I realized that so much of what helped me to co-create and manifest and, and live this beautiful life had to do with the spiritual and the meditative practices that had been the backbone of my life. And so it just keeps leading me because the river is always leading you, right? And so you'll hear more about that as we go. I want to do an exercise with you right now. Take out a pen and a piece of paper. So what I want you to do is I want you to write a check like this. (laughs) And I want you to write a check to yourself. So just draw yourself a little check. And so I just wrote like pay to and the memo and, you know, obviously uh, visual art is not my specialty. So I want you to write down, first of all, you're going to pay to yourself, right? We're going to do this exercise. So I'm going to write my name here. Okay. Write your name. And then in the box, and again, you don't have to share this with anyone if you don't want to, you can share it if you do, but I want you to write yourself a check and just let the number come in. What would be the check that you would love to go put into your bank account? What number comes to mind? And there's no wrong answer, but just write down a number and put it in and then write on the line where you have to write it out, write it out, okay? And now we're going to revisit this on Friday after we've done some of this spiritual work, but I see some of you already doing it. So go ahead. If you feel like sharing, you can share the number. 444,000, 10 10,000 a month, a million, 20,000. There's no wrong answers. There's no wrong answers. So tomorrow we're going to spend some time talking about money. Okay. And we're going to talk about our relationship with money and our perception of money and We're going to understand better why we have the net worth that we have and how that relates to 
what we hold on to in terms of what we feel about money. Because we can look at anything in our life. We can look at our relationships, right? If a woman, let's say, is single and she says one thing, which is, I want to be in a relationship, but let's say she's not. We know enough to know now that we've studied human behavior and the the human being that there might be a deep-seated fear that she has around being in a relationship. And so she will keep herself from that. She will sabotage that, right? We understand when it comes to people's health and their habits that it's our identity. It's what we believe that decides our habits. So if somebody tells themselves all the time very nasty things about themselves, I'm lazy, I'm no good, I'm no, no. they don't necessarily eat well because they talk to themselves a certain way. But when we change the identity, when we tell ourselves, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am wholeness, I am this being that has what to contribute, like, we start to take care of ourselves in a different way. I'm going to treat myself differently, right? So we're going to talk about this with the money tomorrow. And and some of this, I will repeat each day some things. And why? Because we learn through repetition. That's how we learn. That's how we learned the ABCs. That's how we learned our times tables. There's a method to the madness. But I'll tell you this now, and then I'll tell you certain things again over the week so that by the end of this week, you really feel a shift. And then that shift will help you to really make big changes that you just start to see happen through synchronicity in your life with such ease. But one thing that I will tell you is when you look at these numbers, 500,000, 10K, a million, 20 million, and you ask yourself, well, why, right? Like this is just an exercise. You could have written any number. You, you could write infinity. It doesn't matter, right? It's an exercise. And you ask yourself, why? So let me ask you, why did you write that? Why did you write the number you wrote? And there's no wrong answer. I'm just so curious. Why did you choose that number? Did you, do you like it? Not that number. Is that the number on the jersey of your favorite player? Like, why did you choose that number? So let me read through. So somebody said it felt realistic. That's my goal. That felt possible. That's the amount of credit I have. It's repetitive. That number felt impactful, right? Like all of these things you think mean nothing, but they're actually very significant. We're going to discuss it and we're going to. We're going to understand it, right? Knowledge is power. We're going to start to understand it better. Feels like freedom. Feels like that would be enough. That would cover the basics, right? So what does that sound like? It sounds like somebody who doesn't want to be greedy, right? And it's just want to cover the basics. Like, who would I be if I actually had plenty? Would that make me a bad person? Feels like security. Felt intuitive. Great. There's nothing wrong with any of these answers. Felt like a stretch. Felt like a good starting point. So we're going to shift so much of this. And I'm so excited for you because those of you who worked with me have seen those shifts already in your life. So many of my students are like, I just had made the most money. I can't even imagine that I just made this, but here's what I just made. You know, someone just texted me. She made $250,000 this quarter. She's like, I can't believe this. I'm like, well, I can because it's just so powerful what you have the capacity to receive and what you have the courage to ask for and to be willing to receive is what you'll receive, right? And we'll talk so much more about receiving and money and all of that over this week. But when you connect, when you connect to the part of you that we were really working to connect to during a meditation, when we were finding that part of us, that essence, that essential self inside of us, that part of us has an endless capacity to give love, 
right? When somebody has three kids or five kids, how do they keep having enough love? Because the heart can just love. It can just keep loving. If a teacher has 40 kids in her classroom, how does she have the ability to love all those kids? She just can. She can love an infinite amount of people. The essence of us has the capacity to give and there's no end. The reason being is because that part of us has the capacity to receive without end. It can receive love from as many as possible. It can receive love from source, from God, from the divine endlessly. So that part of us doesn't need to feel that it has to prove its worth. It just is. It was made to give and receive from this place that is fully abundant. I saw Oprah speak about this live and she said, you know, she asked God to make her a great custodian of her wealth so she can fully thrive and fully give the world as much as it needs to thrive. And that's what we all have the same capacity to do. So we are going to work with that this week. And so as we get towards the end of the week, the other thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the tactical things because we need this deep, deep, deep alignment. But then there's a couple little things that we need to do. So for instance, if Oprah, we were talking about her, had all this alignment, but she didn't then take the time to broadcast her energy, we wouldn't necessarily know. So she put herself out there, right? If we have the fire, but we don't plug in the toaster, we need the toaster to harness the fire. And so there's a few things when it comes to your specific path, whether you're on the entrepreneurial path, we'll talk a little bit more about that. How do you start a business? How do you grow a business? If you're on the employed track, how do you get the better job? How do you tell a better story about you so that you can be invaluable and get paid more to do the same thing you were doing because you're respected and valued more? Or if you're on the path of wanting to understand how money makes money, we'll talk a little bit about what does it mean to work with your money and understand some basics so that you can invest it and make it make money for you. Like there is so much. And those are the pieces that are actually not complicated. Those are the simple things that just require clarity and being deliberate. But everything else is just really harnessing the fire within and clearing the path. So we're ready now. And when you're coming from alignment, boy, can you take those steps like that, right? When you move from this highest and best conscious place within you, you can say the thing, do the thing, post the thing. But when you're coming from the mind and you're out of alignment, it's very hard to move. So we have a lot that we're going to get through. I'm really excited to come back with you tomorrow. And I want to say thank you. So what we're going to do, I'll just give you sort of an, a little bit of a logistical now update. So we have a Facebook group. You could be in it or not, but it's kind of fun in there. There's already about 4,000 people in there from here. And every day after the live, we're going to post a question in there. And whoever answers the question will be entered into a giveaway. And then the next day, I'll pick three of you and give you something for just engaging. Because the more we invest ourselves, the more we get out of it. And so I want you to really walk away with and understand and integrate some of these things because they do think that they will change your life and they will make you feel much more like you and much more in the driver's seat of your life. So if you join the Facebook group, that would be great. The Wealthy Woman Within Facebook group. 
and what we're giving away for tomorrow. We're going to give three of you. You're going to be entered just by that. And we already had a couple giveaways in there. We had a giveaway for those of you who follow me on Instagram because I post content every day. I'm at Kathy.Heller on Instagram. And we have a podcast. We had a giveaway for those of you who subscribe to the podcast. So I'm just calling your attention because we're going to do those two giveaways again. So if you want to be in on those giveaways, follow me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. It's free. There's a lot of great content there. And then you'll already have done what you need to do when we do those giveaways. So the thing that we're giving away tomorrow, for those of you who enter and answer the question, there are these beautiful speakers. They're called Yoga for the Mind. They're about $180. They're not sponsoring this. I just love them. But when you put them on in the morning, they play for three minutes and then they always turn off. They will just be three minutes of your day. That's all that, that, that's all that they require from you. And every time you put them on, they play a different sound bath every time. So you'll never get bored of it. And it's a really amazing way to begin having a meditation practice because you just turn them on and commit to yourself for three minutes a day to listen. So we're going to give three of you these sets of speakers. And all you have to do is be a part of the Facebook group and, and engage because we really feel like it's worth it to us to reward you for engaging because the more you engage, the more you're going to grow from this experience. So we love you so much. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Thank you for such a beautiful beginning to this workshop. I loved every second of it. We have so much more to get into. Tomorrow, we're going to speak specifically about money and how we can change our relationship with money. I'm so excited. We are really, really looking forward to this whole week with you. So much love. See you tomorrow.